Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey everybody, you are listening to Tech Vibe Radio. I can't believe it's like September. What happened, Audrey? What is going on? I don't know. It's all good. I love life and I'm glad that uh, it's the fall and it's Tech 50 time. I'm telling you, I mean, we are literally a month away. I know, it's so much fun. We should talk about all these different finalists that we have. There's so many great companies this year. There really are. When you look at the work that's being done in healthcare IT, you've got a list of companies, really interesting care form, health monitoring, Iagnosis, Mmodal, MedRespond, NetHealth. Yep. If you've never heard of these companies, yeah. go out and Google them and make sure that you know about them because they're working Absolutely. on things from opioid addiction crisis to wound care management to voice recognition to, I mean, they're just solving some really, really hard problems, and uh, that's pretty incredible. And these are all companies that are in the running. This is our 21st. I know. We're legal. We are legal now. We're legal now. I'm calling this, it's the biggest celebration of tech in Pittsburgh. Wait, you've been at every one. Every one. Absolutely. Because I have just come off of my 20-year interview with the PTC. And so back in 97, yeah, we did that a couple weeks ago with with Dave Mastovich. It was so much fun to come. I was just finishing grad school. You were still here? I was still here, yes. You were here. That's great. You were a baby. I love it. I love it. I love that. But on on October the 12th, 700 people show up to the Wyndham downtown to celebrate these 50 companies that are in the running. We'll be announcing the category leaders then. We'll also announce them on on Tech Vibe Radio as well. But I just like to take this time to talk about some of these companies. I know. That's why I just gave a shout out on Health IT because there's so many many things that are transforming here. And, you know, companies like even Highmark and UPMC are doing some really magical things with making sure that patients get access to what they need. For sure. So I'm excited about that. Startups of the year, you have Angler Lab. Labs, mm-hmm. which is really interesting in terms well, of the fishing industry and the data we, collection. We had Angler on the show, and we got to learn about how you were quite the angler in Alaska. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, all stuff, over. I know a lot about You knew stuff angler. about fishing that I had. I was like, oh, my gosh, where does she know this from? I'm like, oh, my I'm goodness. I'm just a nerd. That's all. <laughs> just wrong a nerd. With that. I love it, man. I love angler it. Angler Labs for All Secure, a company that's coming out of Carnegie Mellon, yep. cybersecurity, Pika Labs, SkyCision with some drones and yeah. small change that's transforming, you know, real estate and crowdfunding. Just look Very, at that diversity of companies. It's such a diversity. That's what, that's from the, here. the thing is, that's what's so cool about Pittsburgh is that it is diverse. And it's diverse not just in terms of um, the schools and right. the, uh, that are around here, but it's actually the ideas, the yeah. ideation that comes out touches every different vertical. And we see that in um, you know the example that I just gave in Startup of the Year. Then you have the CEOs of the year. Let's talk really, about some of the CEOs because these well, are Well, you some, have Louise Von Ahn, yes. founder and CEO of Duolingo. Okay. And if, if our listeners have never heard of Duolingo, oh yeah. my gosh, you need to go out to Duolingo and just download the, app, the language app. Yep. Jim Gillespie, who's a founder of Gray Matter Systems, mm-hmm. and uh, Deep Local, 
which actually was had a recent recently was acquired, acquired but they're yeah. still deep local. Yeah, yeah, Nathan, so, so Martin Nathan Martin has Martin's built, CEO, so, so they're, done they're still deep local in Pittsburgh. Then. I Jessica like that. Tribus, Simcoach Games, and yes. Ted Teal, who's now CEO of Touchtown. And what do they all have in common, Audrey? They've all been on Tech Vibe Radio. Oh, there you go. They've been under the, the bright spotlight of Tech Vibe right? Radio. I'm just saying. Right. We know all these folks. We know them all. We know them all. Well, then, you know, Innovator of the Year, Diamond Kinetic. So exciting to see them rise up from just an idea. And they're Literally actually just a little tiny idea that's now found its way into Major League Baseball. Yeah, you can track your swing, man. Right. You can track is, your and swing. And you can track your swing, even if you're, you know, like... Six years old, like like tens of thousands of data points along the swing, right, if not more than swing. that. And I'm just like, it's so cool to see them grow and then be an award finalist. Right. We're also, you know, trying to pay attention to culture. What companies are really putting yeah. focus on? How people work, what the environments are that they work in, and how that's structured. And you've got finalist of AutoSoft, who's about. They're located about an hour from here. Yes, they are. And uh, really a bunch of software engineers that are located in Lawrence County, I believe. Yep. And Confluence. Confluence continues to grow and be a big player in the fintech arena. Excel for apps. Suma Technology, which actually they were recently acquired, Just acquired by, by CGI. By um, CGI and Tier 1 Performance Solutions. So it's just it's an array of services and software designers, which uh, is exciting. It's cool. We added that category about two years ago to Tech because right. we were really seeing how important that, that, that companies are taking their culture, obviously, because culture drives everything they do and drives their success. And we love being able to honor that. I think that's just freaking fantastic. No, it really doubt. is great. And we, and we, still have, we still have so many more categories. We could probably overwhelm people. But you know, if people want to learn more about this, you go to pghtech.org slash tech50. And uh, you can really get a little more detail on all these companies. We have little descriptions about what they do, how they do it, and links to their websites. Right. So you can really see that you should be proud. These are the companies that are driving Pittsburgh. They're, they're our present and they're our future as well, too. And I think you've always said, Audrey, what we like about these companies, they're not just solving Pittsburgh problems. They're solving global problems. They, they really are. They're not just singularly. But right. you know, we've seen so many different companies over the years that have been actually finalists and winners yep. and have gone on to do really amazing things. Oh, 100%. We should probably go back and do a show on that and look at all That's those a companies. Very cool who idea. Who have, you know, won and where they're at. Where are they now? Where are they now? <laughs> Most of them are doing pretty well or have had an exit. So Absolutely. it's exciting times. Very, very much so. And uh, there's still tickets available. If you want to go and hang out with these folks, you can do that. Like, it's a it's a night that everyone should participate in because we had the innovation showcase. That's right. Which is what we'll I have love. That right so for a couple like an hour and a half before the awards ceremony starts, um, most of the finalists have a booth up in the hotel where you can actually go around. A you can network. You can then learn more about these companies because right. that's what this is all about. We want everyone to know about these companies and how cool they are and the problems they're solving because they're so busy working. They're not always raising their flag about how great they are. So we're, we're trying to raise their flag for them just a little bit, just a little bit. So we, 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 we take a big charge and a big blast out of doing this every year, which is why we want to bring us to the show. And so, Audrey, this year, of course, we will, we will talk to the, uh, the winners and, and, and other category leaders as well, too, um, and, uh, in a future show after this is announced on, on Oh, that's great. 12th, so everyone so. will get a chance. Yeah, to. yeah. We should, I think we, once a month we should have a Tech 50. Sounds like category a, leader or sounds finalist like a, in there. A smashing idea. A solid plan. A solid plan. So tonight's show, Audrey, we got a lot of action going on tonight. We're talking about healthcare stuff tonight because you know the Pittsburgh Technology Council, our corporate coverage group, 
we actually provide some pretty cool health benefits that people need to know about. And we were, we're and very, particularly in this changing environment. Exactly. Even it's, if you have a question, don't hesitate. You really should reach out to us. Absolutely. Because that's a li- that's an arm that we have, and we know that it's important to free you up from these kinds of complexities in healthcare For sure. and healthcare benefits. Benefits matter. Yep. Thrival's right around the corner. The uh, the Innovation Festival What's is happening. What's the date of Thrival? I believe Thrival. It is near the end of September. I got the date right here. It's happening September 27th through the 30th down there at the Cary Furnace. Plus, there's like a there's like a, a some innovation uh, uh, events that are happening around the city leading up to the music festival. And it's folks like Wiz Khalifa and headlining. It, it's a big deal. And so we have Bobby Zapala, who's new stranger to Tech Five, stopping over to, to give us more details about this year's Thrival Festival. And then we have People's Natural Gas stopping by tonight. They're actually they're one of our newest sponsors of the show. And I was so excited to have them stop by to talk about combined heat and power technology. These guys are working on some super advanced technologies when it comes to energy efficiency. So I think it's great. I am so psyched for that. There's just too much so happening in Pittsburgh. That's all I can say. Don't walk away. Do not. Stay tuned. And we have a great show ahead. We absolutely do. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us and the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. And then follow us on Twitter at pghtech. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, we're talking to a good friend here and no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio, Bobby Zapala from Ascender and Thrival Festival. It's coming up, man. It's coming up. Dude, it is it's right like, around the corner. It, it is a few weeks away. I mean, yeah. we are on the precipice here. I mean, September 27th to the 30th. That's right. So let's do the website first yeah. in case people are listening and want another website. Yeah. Sure. Thrivalfestival.com is where you can go to get information about both the innovation conference pieces right. and the music festival, yep. including lineups of programs, lineups of musicians, locations of all the content. That's that's T H R I V A L festival.com. I love it, man. So definitely check it out. Yep. It's a pretty cool site, too, and there's some good, um, some good videos on there and some good content capturing some of the past year's events so you can get a sense of what actually goes on there. There's so much to talk about. I think we've got to start with the music side of things because yeah. the location's really cool. It's the Cary Furnace. Yes. I mean, and so, for people who don't know what the Cary Furnace is, yeah, Cary Furnace is an historic landmark now. It that is. used to be a functional uh, steel blast furnace. Um, I don't really, I'm not the right one to get into the technicalities no, of what are, that yeah. means, but I can tell you that it is. How a much pig massive, iron came out of there per yeah, annual right. basis? I mean, much. Uh, let me put it this way. Um, I would highly suggest to anybody listening, if you have not visited the Cary Furnaces, which are located right at the crossroads of, of uh, Rankin and Swissvale, right next to Braddock, mm-hmm. go take a tour. Do it um, when you have some free time or do it during Thrival. Um, the site is operated by a group called Rivers of Steel Heritage Foundation. Yeah, I know yeah. them. Yeah. They're really great. Really great. And um, they've mm-hmm. done an excellent job preserving the site so that yeah. you can actually walk through the mill and the buildings that remain well, without have, getting hurt. And yeah. they actually have put together like this amazing book yes. that sort of talks about yes. everything that's happened. At they will that site. also be pouring steel during Thrival. On they will? Whoa, wait a second. No. Now. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. They did the steel pour last year as well and created some kind of art out of Special that, which is really that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, so they're going to do awesome. that again this year. Because it pays homage to our roots. I still think steel is pretty cool, man. It does. And, and to have that as the backdrop. 
we too many of those that buildings music. left anymore. I know. And the fact that we've, you know, and it costs money now. to keep them, right? Exactly. So, you, you know, so in order to actually be able to have one that isn't necessarily being targeted for right. kind of tear it down and redevelop right. it is something else, but actually use it as a site where right. you can kind of come and celebrate the heritage great. is yeah. great. So great. on this site, you have folks like Wiz Khalifa showing up. Huh? Yeah, yeah, Wiz Khalifa. I mean, that's you can't get much better than that. Wiz Khalifa. Well, for the young folks out there, yeah. they might even be more excited about a young guy named Logic, who okay. is this kind of up-and-coming superstar hip-hop artist. Yeah, people uh, have been about that. Yeah. Like, can't believe that Thrival Guys got him. Yeah. So good work. The, 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 the youth are quite excited about that. The youth? The youth. <laughs> We're the hearing youth. that from Bob right. Yeah. Right. Well, the yeah, no, the in, 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 the, in the world of new and, and interesting uh, <laughs> artists, 35-year-olds don't qualify as the I target should. audience. So, should, like, right? yeah, we all listen it's to like, the, our high school music, right? And everyone rolls their eyes at us. <laughs> no, like, but, but, no, the lineup has been uh, really well curated around kind of what the festival world looks like right mm-hmm. now. And so it's an opportunity for people to kind of uh, see some new music. But, as usual, there's a, there's a blend of alternative and hip-hop and electronic. Um, and so you have a nice kind of cross-blend of, of, of several different artists and, and some local artists as well, which is always uh, an important touch. So just reel back a minute. What year is this? This is the fifth the year. fifth year. Wow. So what? think Holy about your mackerel. vision five years ago. Yeah. Think about where you are now. Well, the, the irony is that... F- um, the first two years we were at Bakery Square. I know. Right? I so if anybody goes and walks around, yeah, Bakery I Square. I now. remember that. Yeah, that was like. So where the new, you know, the new Bakery Square Google building is. If anybody ever walks around in that neighborhood, now there's like a little grass area. It looks like so a, nice and like tent, quaint. Right? You had a tent, right? We had a tent. We put a <laughs> stage that. out there, yeah. and we. And, but it was a it was a constru- live construction site, and yeah, it was very right. cool and raw in that sense. And we always wanted to kind of keep with that theme of using unique um, landmarks and features to host the festival. So after two years and we outgrew that area, um, we went to the Cary Furnaces and, and took a look around. Mm-hmm. Ultimately went to the Almano site, which was also awesome. And our reasons for moving past Almano were really just based on the development kind of calendar that they right. had. Made it difficult to figure out where we might be able to be. So, you know, it wasn't like anybody was upset. In fact, it was great. And being in Hazelwood was great. It That's just right. didn't great. work yeah. for the logistics of developing the site. It like opened site. up everyone's eyes to yeah, Hazelwood. I, I think it really like helped. On the ground, it's it not helped. like driving through it. Right, it was you're like actually the going to yeah, there. Like going yeah, to there. I thought it was so cool. I just but, remember the day of that when I was riding my bike through, and there was some bands set up outside yeah. doing their own thing. Yeah, I was right. like, man, this is cool. Yeah, capitalize on it. But oh, you know, really? so, they, so I didn't oh, realize yeah, that people I were doing their that. own thing. And but you know, they had that, that they built a huge ramp, about a half a mile ramp off of the Rankin Bridge into the Cary Furnace site. Yep. Two and a half years ago, that didn't exist. So when we first went down there, you couldn't get we down there easily. You couldn't get down there right. easily. Now that the project was inked, but they hadn't okay. actually There's built it There's a flyover that takes you down, which right. is really, really cool. So it was kind of a long time coming that we went to Cary um, to host the music side of the festival. And so in some sense, we did, after we outgrew Bakery Square, and that was back in 2014, we thought that someday we might end up there. Now, would it be of the size and scope that it is now? Did we hope for that? Yeah. Did we, yeah absolutely. Did we and, know we'd get there? Yeah, yeah. right? And what leads up I to know. it is... <laughs> cool to listen to like sort of this five-year window but you also did some things around like the collision of innovation like you wrapped 
yes. get around that. So yes, and, and really ramping that up a lot this year. So we have more than 45 speakers for Thrival Innovation 45 this year. 45 speakers. Yeah, and, and of that, uh, about 30 to 35 of them are national folks who are coming in, and thematically we're focusing on robotics, automation, machine learning, right, um, themes that you guys at Tech Council are constantly right. kind of drumming this beat about this is right. the future of our right. economy, right? And so we want to kind of do our part to carry the torch a little bit and create with this year with Thrival Innovation the idea is that like this will create a continuum of a discussion. Love so it. next year will be another phase of a discussion on how are these industries affecting the world and what is Pittsburgh doing is in a lead role in that new economy. So and so um, you're having those conversations this year at the furnace? Yeah, uh, No, no, no. Those no. will be the innovation part of the conference okay. is going to be kind of centered around the corridor where Ascender is located. Okay. Yes. You guys have hosted the show there. Absolutely. We love Ascender, man. In, uh, yeah. East Liberty on Penn Avenue. Pittsburgh's so, coolest co-working space. Right. I said it right yeah. here, man. That's Right. That's we right. like our desk there. We love you guys being there. Yeah, man. Um, great. And so um, we're using our space. We're using UPMC Enterprises, oh, which is our biggest good. sponsor. Nice. Right, right. Um, Makes sense. And we're using the Ace Hotel, the Kelly Strayhorn oh, Theater, nice. and Google are all. Oh, so you'll make it like a we're little gonna kind, have of stops. kind of a corridor yeah, there. That's great. Where, love it, man. And so a lot of the folks who are traveling into town will stay at the Ace and we'll yeah, do some programming there and be bouncing around in different spots awesome. all over that corridor. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. That's what I'm I don't talking think you've done enough. No. <laughs> so here's, here's, it's just so fun. I love stress. Isn't it? It's here's the question of the day. The question of the day is how much will you sleep between now and the 27th of September when this whole thing kicks off? Um, One hour? I'll, I'll, I'll try it at some point and I'll probably fail miserably. And then afterward, I'll crash. But then you have like the postpartum that comes with yeah, you're like, What do I do now? What yeah, do I do? Exactly. I know. And so no everyone's kind of looking around at everybody like, What happened? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think yeah. that every year we've we've obviously learned a little bit more. We have yeah. fantastic partners. Mm-hmm. We're partnered with Live Nation on the I music know. side. Okay, that. we're partnered with an organization out of California called Nuco, which is a media company oh, started good. by the founders of Wired Magazine. Oh, okay, good. so we have some great folks oh, um, great. who have specific background in these in these areas. So go to Thrival Festival. Yes. And you can see everything that's happening. It looks like you're updating that site all the time. Yeah. I have it on yes. my phone. Yes. And happening. thank you, Bobby Sapala, for your work with not just uh, only Thrival, but also Ascender. Well, thank you guys sure. for continuing to support us. No, we love we it. Love it's, it's what's making Pittsburgh the great city that it is right now. We're saying, man, very, very cool. And to have a festival like this, it's putting us on the map. Yeah. That's all I can say. So definitely check it out, thrivalfestival.com. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. And then head on over to Twitter at pghtech. Thank you for keeping your dial tuned right here to Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. You made a wise decision to hang out with us. You did. Now yeah. we're going to get down to it, right? Absolutely. You know, quality of life, it's a big deal to tech companies. Taking care of their people, huge deal to tech companies. And that all starts with their benefits. Simple as that. And we've got Craig Pritz here. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's from JRG Advisors, but he's also on the PTC's corporate coverage team. 
So, Craig, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, so tell us about your background real quick and what you do with JRG and the PTC Corporate yeah. Coverage Team. We're going to jump into some, some, some topics that everyone's kind of thinking about when it comes to health healthcare coverage these days. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I've been with JRG Advisors for a little over 10 years now. 10 years? Oh, wow. Whoa, you're like a long timer, man. Come on. And, you know, believe it or not, I'm one yeah. of the young guys at the office. Yes, you one are. One of the young people. One of the young are people. You? Yeah, we, we, people tend to stay there forever. Uh, it's a great company to be with. Absolutely. So Jonathan's coming up on his 20th year. Sorry. I know. That's exciting. Two too. days away, September 17th. Congratulations. That's right. It is. It says a lot. It really, really does. It says a lot about the company. It really does. It's because we got great benefits. That's why I say <laughs> There you go. Well, I think it's because we let him slack. That too, you know. It's a, it's a combination no of comments from slack, me. great benefits, <laughs> and not being able to use any of my vacation days. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, so Craig, what, what's new at the corporate coverage group these days? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, we've really worked hard to build a team that can help employers in, in every facet. And, you know, a lot of people think of the corporate coverage group as far as the employees, protecting them with the things like the medical, dental, right. vision, life. Uh, but the team is so much more than that. And, you know, we work, a lot of times tech companies are made up of, of guys who come together with an idea and people who come together with some money. And uh, they're both wondering who's going to protect the other if something happens. Well, we have that, that sort of thing in place. We right. have protections for key people, investors. Uh, so we, it's more than just healthcare companies. It is. It's so much more. It's everything. It's the building, the content, Everything to keep your vehicle. business running, right? Cyber liability today. Scary thing. Um, you know, whether it's voluntary benefits, a great thing for a company to offer at no cost. Things like critical illness, cancer, accident. It doesn't cost the company a dime, but really rounds out the benefits package and, and really helps supplement where people have additional needs. I got gotcha. um, you. Know, 401k, you know, planning for people's retirement. Not enough of us do that these days. We've got the professionals that can help you put that together. I think most people, when they think of the PTC corporate coverage group, they're thinking just the health benefits. Yeah. And we've got awesome health benefits. I mean, tell oh, us yeah. about what separates our benefits out. And I know it comes down to customer service because you just call a number locally and there's a friendly voice to help you. You know, and customer service is really, really big, and it goes a long way, but it, it's so much more than that. Okay. Uh, the corporate coverage group, first off, is, is where we're different and unique from, from maybe other avenues around is it's in the approach. It's the toolbox. You know, I can reach into my toolbox and pull out a lot of technology and a lot of things that other people don't have, uh, whether it's private exchanges that we built for the members or, or whether it's our compliance team behind the scenes that, that can help. You know, a lot of people are wondering what's going on with the Affordable Care Act and ERISA, and the truth is there's a lot of things a business has to do to be in compliance. Offering benefits is a great feeling, does a great thing for the employees, but it really opens the employer up to a lot. So what really separates us is our approach, the tools we can pull out of the toolbox to help people, and the way that we round everything out and keep it in compliance. Well, you know, it's interesting. When people think about benefits, sometimes they think they're entitled to it, right? <coughs> Excuse me. And sometimes people are lost, in particularly managers and people in companies. They're lost because it seems like it's so complex. So it seems easy just to renew the same old thing year after year. It does. You're right. Doesn't it? You're right. And, and you know, a lot of times people are reluctant for change or new ideas. Um, you know, at the corporate coverage group, we recognize that premiums are heading in one direction. And it's unfortunate, but they're but going really down, is. right? Yeah, yes. exactly. It's, it's Everybody's so seen cheap that. now. Yes. That's, yes. We've all seen it. Yes. Uh, but premiums are really heading in one direction. So 
we really do take the approach that, that we bring the different options to the table. Um, it is confusing. People are sometimes reluctant for change, uh, but we do a great job of explaining the products that are out there, the options that people have, and, and really help them understand where they're going to find the best options going forward. Um, you know, that, and there's really options? Many times people don't... Yeah, there, there, there really are options out there. Uh, you know, we're stuck in that model where we look at the, the traditional fully insured companies around town, and, and you know, we know who the players are, Highmark, UPMC, United, Aetna. Um, but the truth is, when we reach in our toolbox, there are so many other options out there than just those couple. And there's even additional options within those insurance companies that we can bring to the table that, that you're others are not going to find. That's exactly right. right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you, you like your UPMC or Highmark coverage, you want to keep it. You like your United, but you want to deliver it in different ways, we can do that for you. Very cool. And so reminding yeah. our listeners, we're talking to Craig Pritz from JRG Advisors in the PTC Corporate Coverage And you group. can go to our website at yeah. pghtech.org and Absolutely. you can find information about how to contact them. Mm-hmm. And uh, occasionally they have some videos and some other information that's they available. <laughs> right? Absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah. Love it. There's a chuckle going on in the room <laughs> when I talk about videos. But, you know, hey. We try everything, and we want to make sure that people yeah. understand that we're yeah. here to help. Yeah. So, Craig, what's up with Trump Care, Obamacare? I'm so confused <laughs> now. Like, for a minute, you think it's going away, and then I, I guess I, I guess Obamacare is the, the, the rule of the land now. It right? really is. It is. It's you know, even just today, I had a call saying, "Well, you know, I, I heard that Obama repealed some things, right?" And, and the answer is, is or Trump, I'm sorry, repealed some things. The the answer really is no. Um, as of today, nothing has changed. Right. Um, so, what you have, if you're offering benefits. It's, even if it's just a, a benefit to one or two employees or if it's you know, to the full large staff, anytime you're offering benefits, you are subject to not only ERISA from 1974, which has a minimum of 12 federal laws. What is ERISA real quick? ERISA was passed yeah. in 74 to overhaul employee benefits to provide okay. protections. Essentially, ERISA says that employers must notify employees of a minimum of 12 items or things. Okay. Uh, things like HIPAA, COBRA, Quimsco, CHIPRA, these See, notices. See how this we is, went right down the right, It's like an that acronym. It is. Just saying, what is that? And exactly. exactly. Everybody is very confused. You know, at the end of the day, these are all things you have to adhere to. Um, and the tough part of this is, this is not an insurance company responsibility or a broker's responsibility. It's HR responsibility. It's strictly an employer. But in so many ways, like the corporate coverage group kind of becomes like a big component of your HR department. You're almost like the fifth beetle oh, it of is. people's HR departments, That's right? That's right. You know, it, it really is. An, a, a, I don't want to say an extension, but it, it's a great tool that, that HR departments have to... But not everyone has an HR department. No. And that's that's the tough part today, too. You, right. know, you think about the, the companies. You know, small business drives America. And, and the truth is, until you hit a certain number, you don't have a full-blown HR right. department. No. Right. You need good resources. You need a good team behind the scenes to guide you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why we like partnering with you. Oh, we love partnering with you. Yeah, we think you're all right. Oh, good. Yeah. So Obamacare is <laughs> still in place. You still have re- reporting. You still have everything under the Affordable Care Act. Okay. Plus, you got ERISA, and even if a, if the Affordable Care Act does go away in future years, you're still subject to a minimum of 12 federal laws under ERISA. Wow. Uh, and and the, you help people manage that yes. stuff and keep yeah. them aware it's yeah. that way they're safe and, and, and functioning Correct. as they should. It becomes very scary, and I don't like to scare people, but the fines for those can add up. They can be over $100 per employee per day yeah. for, for not adhering to those, those laws. Scary stuff. Very much so. Do you know what's even scarier is the cost of things? <laughs> yeah. And not knowing what the cost is. Yeah. 
-hmm. There needs to be more transparency. And I know you've been working with a, a, a really cool company about bringing more transparency to the cost of procedures in healthcare. Tell us about that. Yeah, that, that's correct. You know, it, there's been a push for a long time for employees to recognize the cost of care, be smarter consumers. Mm -hmm. but the truth is, it's been almost impossible. You, you go to some of the insurance company websites and, and they use this old Zagat's model, you know, the, the rating model where it's $1 right. sign, $2 sign. Yeah. Right. And you look at it, you go, how, how much is a dollar sign? Right. Exactly. You know, so what we've done is we've partnered with a company by the name of Pratter. Okay. Unbelievable. Pratter has put together a website. In which they will allow somebody to plug in their zip code procedure that they're having and find out the true cost of care based on the insurance they have. Mm -hmm. But also, and very surprising to a lot of people, they can find out the cost of care if they pay cash. Whoa. Yeah. And that, there's, because there's a difference. There if you is pay a difference. For it yourself. You can do that as well. So, so he must have black helicopters circling his house. Huh? I tell you what, they've got, a, I don't know where they're getting all their info, but they've got some really great, great data that they can help employees. And, you know, Employers are struggling these days. You know, cost of, of the coverage is going up. More and more employers are turning to plans with deductibles, insurance companies. High deductibles. High deductibles. Uh, more out of pocket costs. So, Pratter is a great tool. People don't understand like HSAs and FSAs, no. right? We do the education. Pratter helps provide some additional resources to find That's the great. best cost. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. So we've got a couple of minutes left. And so why, the, why the PTCCCD, the corporate coverage group? I mean, I, I mean. Obviously, there's such great people behind this that run it. Give us the, the final pitch. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the, the final pitch is our approach is, is very different and very unique. Um, we love working with you, but you do hold our feet to the fire to, to bring a different approach for your benefits, and, and we really deliver in that day that instance. Um, our approach is different. The tools we pull out of our toolbox are tools that other brokers don't have. The concepts, um, and we've got a team, 30 plus employees with experts in a lot of different areas. We'll bring the right people to the area to help you understand where your benefits need to go to control your cost, provide more choice, and provide happier employees. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And you guys become that, that That's key player in that. Field. That's why fifth beetle. And, and we're headed into many people's renewal yeah. season. So. Go to our site, pghtech.org. You will find lots of information. You can contact them there. All the information will be accessible. And just call and ask. Free analysis. They will they'll check analysis, out what you got right. going on and, and show you if it can be better or if mm -hmm. you're yeah. doing just fine. No pressure. Just That's right. The worst thing you got is a conversation. You can learn a little bit about what's going on with you with your benefits. Nothing wrong with getting educated a little bit more. Craig, thanks for stopping thanks, by and, and keeping this kind of making. Make, make some clarity out of all this because it's it's murky out there. Sometimes. Sure. <laughs> so, Thank you both so much for having me. Absolutely Thank you. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. Hey, reminding everybody, we are on the eve of Tech 50. October the 12th at the Wyndham. Still time to get tickets. They go quick because every year we sell out. Craig's there. Always. He's there every year because he knows he is. it is He's the place to be. October the 12th. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can't wait. We've got some great companies we're going to be honoring this year. It is just the best time of year. We love it. Go to pghtech.org, learn about that, and then learn about all these great benefits to the Corporate Coverage Group. This is Jonathan Gersting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Bring you Tech Vibe Radio every single Friday night. It's what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. Bringing you the best to what's happening across Pittsburgh's technology sector. Technology touches everything, Audrey. And we use this show as a spotlight to show the great stuff happening here in the Pittsburgh area. And we are here with the Vice President of Business Development for Peoples. Absolutely. 
It's exciting that? to be here. Thank it's you so great. much for having me. Jeff Nair. That's correct. So what's going on? People touch people touches the lives of all of us. So tell us a little bit about what's happening in people's with respect to technology and innovation. Absolutely. Uh, people's is excited to talk to customers about the opportunity to use more natural gas, right? Because that's our business is the <laughs> we have an abundance gas. of it too. So Absolutely. do you think we're gonna have a cold winter? We hope, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we don't all hedge our bets on cold winters, so we're looking for opportunities to use technology to promote the use of natural gas. And some of the ways you can use natural gas to become more efficient is combined heat and power systems, known as CHP systems. And with combined heat and power systems, you can take natural gas, use it to drive a natural gas-powered motor, which Mm -hmm. generates... in turn drives an electric motor that generates electricity. So the opportunity there is that when you're using these CHP systems, you can not only generate your electricity, but also capture the waste heat and use it to heat your business. This is what I love. This is so cool. It's like a two-for-one. Absolutely. And, and, the, and the, the efficiencies you're finding are, are, are massive on this. Yeah, they're 80, 80 to 90%. And you can also use the technology to do cooling as well. So you can huh. capture the waste heat and run it through an absorption chiller, and it's called CCHP, which is Combined Cooling Heat and Power. So you can do tri-gen off of it. Okay. So it's kind of cool to right. look at it. You're trying to find your efficiencies, the objects to save the customers money, but also to be resilient, environmentally impactful, but also to be kind of in control of your own destiny, right? Absolutely. Because if you're generating your own electricity, you're not subject to the whims of the electric grid or electric power generators. And that is very big. Wow. I mean, that's, that's a very important point. So can you tell us a bit more about how these systems kind of work just so our, our listeners right. can kind of get a, a better idea? So so this is a, a it, it sits at someone's facility, say like a, like, like a university or something like that, or, or a large office building. And so basically, describe, tell us how, how this kind of they, works. They out. come in all different shapes and sizes. Okay. So they could be as small as a suitcase or as large as a shipping container. Okay. Um, you see them at universities, like down the road at Duquesne University, has a large 5-megawatt combined heat and power system. Um, there's a couple of flavors of combined heat and power system. One of them is a turbine that kind of works off of a motor similar to a jet engine. And then the other type of technology is a reciprocating engine, which you find in your automobile. So those two technologies have different attributes. They produce heat at different temperatures. So depending on your application, you may tip one way or the other. Um, and the smaller scale CHPs, you see that like at at the Chatham University Eaton Hall as a little 10 kW unit. And it sits right outside their cafeteria, makes very little noise, but produces just enough electricity to supplement their solar array. So there's a lot of different ways for this technology to be deployed. A a key piece being environmentally sustainable, using clean energy. Absolutely. Using using cleaner energy to produce more energy, as you say. So I I find it absolutely amazing that these are the types of things that are, and this has been going on for a while. This this technology is not new as far as that goes, but it's getting better and better, I would have to assume. It's getting better, and they're able to shrink it smaller. And over time, you're going to find efficiencies, efficiencies in manufacturing. You're going to have lessons learned from the technology over time, and thus, you know, it becomes more economical and the savings become greater for the customers. So um, where the environmental impact comes in is when you think
think about it with a power plant today when you're putting in all that fuel, whether it's coal or gas or oil or whatever to generate electricity, all the heat goes up the smokestack and it's exactly. gone. It's gone. So with these combined heat and power systems, you're 80 to 85% efficient, possibly 90 on the high end, whereas a power plant is traditionally about 30 to 35%. Wow. So wow. it's a lot more efficient. That's impressive. So we're proud of you guys. Yeah. Well, we enjoy, you know, showing technology. And uh, one of the places that we see as a venue to bring customers to and walk them through is the Energy Innovation Center, which is right down the road. We we had them on the show earlier this summer, and uh, we did a big feature in TEQ. And that is such an amazing facility down there. It is is really interesting, right? And the training that's going on down there for the next generation of this workforce is really exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely, and they use the technology in their building, which they is do, really cool. Right, which is so. really great. So they actually use it, and they're showing people how to how to actually develop skills so that they can go into the and workforce. And run, run those systems and Absolutely. maintain those systems as far as that goes. The thing that I find interesting about it as well, as we mentioned a bit earlier, is it, 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 it diversifies the grid. Mm-hmm. So the idea that everyone, you have this on your facility and on your site, that it, it you, know, you have backup, for lack of a better term. It, to me, it, it just seems like more people should be doing this. More more businesses should be looking into this as as, as an option to to power Absolutely. things up. I think people start to look at the cost, you know, of your business when you don't have electricity. When your power's down, your workforce is idle, your product isn't being able to be put out effectively. And we've seen with recent events, natural disasters where electricity goes out, you go over to your diesel generator, and the diesel generator runs out of fuel, and you have no way to get the fuel in because right. of that natural disaster prohibits trucks from getting into that community. So now they're re-looking at natural gas, which in recent natural disasters have not lost service, and they're saying maybe natural gas is a better fuel source for these generators versus diesel. Wow, that's interesting. That makes total sense. Particularly as we're coming out of hurricane season. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. So. so what else is going on? I mean, Peoples is such a big company. Mm-hmm. And you get to have a lot of fun. First of all, how long have you been at Peoples for? Uh, this is my second go-around. I've been in the natural gas business for almost 30 years. Okay. But at Peoples, I've been about six yeah. years. But I had a previous stint with Peoples where I was there 10 years. Gotcha. So you came back. So you came boomerang. back. You're a boomeranger. Yeah, boomerang. but I was at Equitable in between. So ah, I was just kind okay. of... Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're good. So are you a native Pittsburgher? Absolutely. You yeah. are? Yeah. South Hills guy. A South Hills guy. So what do you think about what's happened here in the last 10 years? It's amazing. Is because it? when you look at it, like I would never have guessed that all the drilling and everything that's going on in this area over the past seven years or so would have ever happened. You know, we lived through the You wouldn't believe bend- that? No, not at all. Even with the advancements in technology, we didn't know the formations existed, right. you know, 10 years ago. Exactly. And when they found the technology and they figured out that they could get to those formations and extract the natural gas, and now where the prices are, it won't point natural gas was 10 bucks now right. you can buy for less than two bucks i think right. about i can so. i can actually remember when my heating bill was like 300 bucks a month this was like 2007 really? 2008 and now it's like 100 bucks yeah. and it's it's amazing i mean how this the, the affordability you know that's that's a chunk of change for someone to have to spend and put back into the economy that that's that's good stuff absolutely and, it, and with businesses right now when you look at a business and what they pay for natural gas for for heating their space versus how much they pay in electricity for all their processes in their building right we're about 10 percent of their energy bill yeah you know and electricity is a big chunk of it so it if we can help chunk. people be efficient, efficient right. that, and we need that we need you because we need this to be an amazing place for people to build their tech companies exactly 
Absolutely. And, and it's not just universities, hospitals, office buildings. Right. right. It's know. the whole downstream of all those markets. I exactly. We get that. That's why we care about this. Absolutely. And then you have another technology, which is called fuel cells. Right. And fuel cells don't combust gas to make electricity. It does it through chemical reaction. So now all of a sudden your environmental impact is that much greater because you don't have those emissions. Okay. You know, it's a chemical right. reaction and the byproducts, oxygen, there's no harmful emissions coming from it's like water vapor or something like that uh, and it's very quiet you know and buildings don't want vibrations mm-hmm. or noise or emissions from smokestacks that's a perfect application absolutely the fuel cell no i love it i love it and i'm, I'm so i'm just thrilled to have you on the show to be talking about these things so i think it's important for our listeners to know like what people's everything people use know that your gas turns on you know as far as that absolutely. goes but to know there's all this behind that and that you're working on these other technologies mm-hmm. i think it's just absolutely fascinating and through the coming year we're going to have you guys on as like a regular guest just to you know, keep us updated know, as to what's kind of going on and I just think that's I'm, I'm excited to kick it off with this first segment with you guys today I think this has been a ton of fun absolutely I appreciate goes. being here and I think we could bring some folks that can help expand on what we're talking about here today or else talk about other you know energy innovations that are going on within the city absolutely because that's I mean great. Pittsburgh is we're in an energy center yeah, at the end of the day that. with all the gas that's being the produced here the perspective of a South Hills guy yeah. telling us <laughs> absolutely man like, yeah. This is Jeff Nair, Vice President of Business Development for Peoples. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Have you. Well, thank you for thank having you. me. Absolutely. I love it. That's why we do the show every single Friday night. I know, Audrey. but it's coming to an end. It's coming to an end, but just to remind everybody that every Friday night we bring you the best of what's going on, just like we had here with uh, Jeff. And uh, we mentioned this with every show. We are on the eve, Jeff, Tech 50. It's coming up this year. It's our biggest event. 20, it's our 21st year mm-hmm. doing this event. Wow. We, yeah, honor this, we are the 50 fastest growing tech companies. There's energy companies in there as well, too. Because Pittsburgh's energy sector, Pittsburgh's tech sector, everything is so diverse. So many great companies. Once a year, we like putting a spotlight on it and then honoring the, uh, the, the cream of the crop. Absolutely. So 700, 700 people will be there this year, Audrey. I got my tux all picked Great. out. Just saying. It's, it's, it's going to be good. His idea of a tux is all jeans. That's right. As long as it's black, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah it's not black. I might be, be pulling. Maybe it's lavender. Yeah. Yeah. It's not black. We might go well, retro you, this Jeff. year or something like that. Thank you for having me. And for people's guests, what's the best website for people to go to to kind of learn more about what's up with people's? Um, www.peoples-gas.com. Yes. Just as simple as that. Yeah. I encourage everyone Absolutely. to check it out all that out. And while, after you do that, stop on over to pghtech.org and then check out all of our Tech 50 finalists this year. We've got some great folks for you guys to be paying attention to. No doubt about it. This has been Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. From the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Have yourself an awesome weekend, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.